I have made a lot of content over the past three to four weeks, really surrounding the election, um, leading up to it in the week of sort of unknown after it. And now, since the election has been called and certified, uh, even more thoughts. But what I'm struggling with the most, I, I was afraid that I was going to be mad at people that I I know, family members and, and friends who've voiced support for Donald Trump. And I'm not mad. I'm, I'm really not. And, and it took me a while to get to not mad um, because I was just frustrated from someone in my position who takes an active effort to inform myself and to read news from multiple outlets that lean in all sorts of directions, um, to, to try to find the truth of what's happening. It's really difficult for me to understand anyone justifying support for Donald Trump um, ever. Uh, he, uh, without spin, without looking at anyone else breaking down his policies or anything like that, just looking at his behavior and watching the man talk and seeing what he, what content he posts and what content he, he elevates, he's just a foul person. He's, he's just a mean, mean guy. And he's obviously an egomaniac and a narcissist, but I don't think that's even as important because a lot of people who elevate themselves to fame and, and who run for office, there has to be an element of, of egotism to a point where, you know, you have to assume that you're the chosen one that can lead the people. Um, so that's not disqualifying, but this guy's just so unapologetically mean and and clearly, to me, sort of childish and and corrupt and incapable of doing the job properly to the to the degree that that we have come to expect as convention from the office and now that the election's over and Joe Biden has been elected the next president there's this you know flurry of frivolous lawsuits and blind loyalty by the Republicans. And I'm sitting here in Missouri in a Republican state, in a, in a red state that has two Republican senators, um, Senator Blunt and Senator Hawley, who have been silent about the election. And, and I, I reached out to them. Senator Blunt did not respond. Senator Hawley's office responded with a, a pre, you know, pre-populated letterhead that's saying, you know, the media does not call our elections they're certified by the blah 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 and while that may be technically true every other year ever there's support that there there's an acknowledgement of truth and convention and by holding off on the transition i don't understand what we gain by by humoring this this mean guy this loud mean guy i don't know what we gain and so while, while that's still frustrating, what I'm left with is now the election's over. Joe Biden has been elected president, and it's going to be a rocky ride because Donald Trump needs to concede um, or should so that we can, you know, peacefully take care of coronavirus. And it's just so stupid and selfish that he's doing what he's doing. But it is also not at all surprising. And that's the part where where I'm really confused and where I start to have my questions is his behavior right now 
is absolutely on brand. It's exactly what he said he would do. It's what he's been working toward for four years with undermining uh, confidence in the election and the news. Like This has been a calculated plan by a loud, mean guy with a capable crew of people behind him and a malleable audience um, who's willing to believe this. Because there's been no evidence of voter fraud. There's, there's no evidence of any of this. The only source of information saying that this is a problem, that the election was rigged, is Donald Trump. And what that means is, if you believe it, that means that you believe one guy's word and and several people and unfortunately an entire political party now that echo that or they are silent and, and complicit i think is a better word but no no reputable news agency like even fox news there is no evidence of voter fraud and they, they've got you know hannity and and tucker carlson who are their opinion people that they draw that faint distinction between news and those opinion people but it's really frustrating to watch people believe that there's voter fraud just because some guy is yelling about it. And what I'm left with now is, again, not anger, because we we voted again twice now in 2016 and 2020. The American people in the popular vote has overwhelmingly not supported him, but he got away with an electoral college victory in 2016. But once again, the majority of voting Americans do not support him, and this time the electoral college is coming along for the ride, we hope. So where that leaves me now is there's people who I've been uh, upset with. It's it's fair to say upset with um, and frustrated with during the election and leading up to the election when I'm trying to have conversations about policy and and trying to figure out why anyone would support him. And I tried my hardest, man. I tried to have conversations with family members. I tried to have conversations with friends. I put myself out there on social media a couple times to say, is there anyone who can make an argument for voting for Donald Trump that that is reasonable? And the only arguments that I could hear were either I don't want to talk about politics or Donald Trump is uh, like this this fetishizing cult of him of like Donald Trump is a businessman. He's the smartest guy. He's he's the one that can fix all this. And there's just no evidence of that. There's no evidence of him even running his companies properly. And so to have this blind loyalty just to a guy who says I'm the best and that's the only evidence of him being the best is him saying he's the best. There's no empirical data to support that. And so I, I was so frustrated. Like, why are so many people duped by this? Why Why do so many people who I've had genuine conversations with, again, family members, friends, fraternity brothers, people that I've known for a long time who I get along with, I have the same sense of humor I've gone on trips with, and to hear them be convinced by this con man this this guy who's been convicted of fraud on more than one occasion for people I know to say, yeah, yeah, not only am I going to hear that guy out, but I'm going to believe him and trust him and his demeanor to lead our country. It's, it's mind boggling. And so as I've thought about it, there are four categories of people that support Trump. And again, I've tried my hardest 
to understand beyond this, and I have had no one who is able to articulate something different to me. But so the, the four categories are, one, people who like him for the mean person he is. There, there are people who like that he's just a, you know, a, a disturbance. He, he's a disruptor. And regardless of the fact that he has done so little since in office and and is, you know, supported his own companies and hired his family and uh, all these weird, awful things for a president to do. And he said mean things and he said racist things. There are people who like that. And that's the first group is the people who like Donald Trump for who he is. Then there's the second group. And this is where I would hope that this is the least bad one to me. But the second one is people who support republic traditional Republican values, regardless of the fact that they've been dismissed, that the party's platform at the RNC was just we support Donald Trump. Um, it wasn't a platform about anything other than America first, which isn't even a thing. It's just a mindset to be mean to, to other people. But the, the second group is people who support the Republican values and they'll vote for Trump in spite of who he is. They don't like who he is or they don't care. Um, and, and so they're just, you know, whatever, we need to get that tax cut. We don't want to pay for other people's health care, whatever it is. It's it's that those Republican values. We don't want abortion, and and I'll give you abortion if you're a single issue voter. Sure, you have to vote for Donald Trump. Um, you have to vote Republican if that's what you think is best for your abortion, um, your your abortion perspective. But to say, man, I hate Donald Trump, and he's clearly a mean guy, and if. I'm against abortion because of my Christian values, then I have to understand that this mean, mean guy is antithetical to, to what Christianity stands for, then then I, I understand that. But I didn't hear a lot from those people. I didn't hear that, again, this is where I was hoping people would land is, you know, I, I've been a lifelong Republican. I like the Republican platform. And it sucks that Donald Trump is the current leader of it, but that's the way I have to go. And so that that's group two. And group three is people who are ignorant, people who either willfully or or not just don't know anything about who Donald Trump is, what he's done, what he's said, um, just so unplugged from the news and from reality that they think, oh, it's just a president and I see some some yard signs. And so, you know, he must be doing a good job. Um I, if you don't know about the coronavirus and the, the lack of, you know, national strategy and support for the states and the unfair treatment of democratic states as with regard to supplies and, and those conversations, yeah, if you're completely unplugged from all of that, maybe you can support Donald Trump. Um, I think it's difficult to truly be in that situation, um, to, to, to know nothing about this guy is really, really tough to do. Um, so those are the main three, is people who either like what a mean guy he is, or they don't like what a mean guy he is, but they like Republican values so much that they'll condone his behavior in support of those values, or three, they just don't know anything, um, whether that comes from a place of naivete or, um, or willful ignorance. Uh, but then that leaves the fourth category, and 
I'm putting this on here almost as a disclaimer, but I really struggle to imagine someone that's truly in this role. And that is someone who knows something that none of us know. Like someone who understands some complicated foreign policy uh, strategy where, you know, something needs to be in place to avoid this, you know, 10 dominoes down the chain. We need to do this now to avoid that then. And Donald Trump is the only way that we could achieve that. And this is something I would say if you were like some senior military official who's had a, a life in service to the country and you've, you know, seen battlefield, you've seen the enemy and you know things that none of us know. Um, but no one's saying that. And it, it seems like all the senior military officials have have either been fired um, or, or have resigned and have come out against him or stayed silent uh, in support of that, that separation, I guess, of the executive branch. But it just really boggled. Like hearing this guy talk, he is – Donald Trump seems so empty to me and trying to find any – any video, any evidence of a genuine conversation between him and someone else. Like looking at, there was one thing where a bunch of medical professionals uh, and, you know, frontline healthcare workers were brought into the White House and they were voicing concern about not having enough uh, personal protective equipment. And Donald Trump dismissed it and started talking about his pens and making sure that everyone got a pen from his signature and that trying to like there are people who are hurting so badly right now especially the healthcare workers who are on the front line of this pandemic and you you i mean i've heard because i've looked for them interviews in in the news from different outlets of of people getting this perspective of what it's like and donald trump has not done that in any meaningful way and and as I step back, other than like these these zealots of his, like the My Pillow guy, and when he goes and stages a, a photo op at a coal plant or something like that, or at a coal mine, there's there's no just genuine conversation where he is listening to real Americans. Um, he, he's built this echo chamber around himself, and he fires anyone who disagrees with him. And as I think, like does Senator Blunt? who has been a senator for years and years and who's been in public service for a long time, does he really think like, oh man, Donald Trump is just a sage. This guy knows what we need and how to get there. And his demeanor and his composure is exactly what I want uh, behind you know, the, the, the desk in the Oval Office. And I struggle to imagine that anyone who has you know, achieved that level of office can just blindly support this this fraud and and i'm left disappointed in in friends and family that, that that's the word i'm not angry at friends and family who have supported donald trump um it, it's it's within your rights to do so and and I, I'm, I'm truly not angry but i'm so disappointed because this is a bad guy a mean guy and I went to a Christian university and I was raised in a Christian household. And regardless of where I stand now on religion, I had different values instilled upon me 
um, by my family and by my friends and my education. And to see that all thrown out the window in favor of this blind, ignorant loyalty to this, this mean guy, it's so hard for me to get there and say like, how did you go from, you know, telling me to care about other people, telling me to be nice, telling me to mind my manners, to be polite, um, telling me to, you know, donate stuff and, and volunteer. How can you go from that message to, but I'm okay with this mean guy being the leader of the United States of America. And again, even if you want the tax cut, even if you're against abortion, how can you say Donald Trump is the guy? And that's where I think myself and so many other liberal people, and I guess just people in my bubble. And again, I've tried, I've tried so hard to reach out and find other opinions. And I just can't find someone who has been able to thoughtfully articulate anything about what Donald Trump does right and and why he deserves our support in spite of who he is. And that's that's where I'm just disappointed. And I'm going to continue to talk to my family and I'm, I'm not, you know, shutting anyone out. And I have friends and stuff that, again, have publicly supported Trump. And I'm not mad at them. And it's not like I'll never talk to you again or anything like that. I'm just so disappointed. And to me... It is the exact same thing as if all of these people were to be flat earthers. Like if all of a sudden someone in my family was like, you know, oh, hey, I, I read some is actually, you know, the earth isn't round. It, it's flat. My first instinct would be like, here, you're joking, right? But that would be quickly followed out when, when they said, no, 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 seriously, like th there's some merit to the idea of the earth being flat. And, you know, it could be explained by this or this. And in the face of overwhelming scientific evidence, um, for people to get there, it just, I would look at them like, I, I trusted you. I trusted you. I thought that we were both thoughtful, contemplative individuals who were in search of the truth. And for you to just conclude that the earth is flat, I'm, I'm not angry at you. I just have to question a lot about you at this point and there were things that i assumed we had in common that we clearly do not and and that's the same thing that i'm left with thinking about trump when i have friends who you know yeah donald trump he's the only person uh, who can fix this and he deserves our support and i like his stance on blah 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 i'm just left with this like but i i thought i thought you understood things differently um and again unless there's that secret something that no one knows uh, I, I'm just really struggling to fill in the blanks. And so, again, I'm not mad at any of these people. I'm going to continue to talk to them, and I'm related to some of them. But there will always be, unless there is some explanation or or not an apology, but just an explanation of like, you know, I supported him because I thought this was going to happen and I was wrong. Um, but now with this, with Donald Trump's refusal to concede and with his office of um, whatever governmental GSA, um, I don't know what it stands for off the top of my head, uh, on the spot here on the podcast, but the, the woman who gives permission for the funds to go to the transition team is refusing to do that. And so there's information about COVID that we're still going to be dealing with COVID on January 20th. We need to have good communication. And the fact that he is withholding it is really irresponsible, really selfish 
And again, really, really unsurprising. And for so many of my friends and family to be like, yeah, that that's the guy, though. The guy that, that we know would act so selfishly that he would put millions of Americans at risk and continue to demolish our economy and and do nothing to help stimulus and to encourage you know the Senate to to help the American people they're elected to support to support and represent for so many people to say but yeah that guy I'm gonna vote for him I'm just so disappointed that the values that I thought we had in common about decency and about how to treat other people have been suspended in this situation to support this mean guy and and there will always just be that question of like, what else? What else? Where else are we different? What else do you think that that I don't, that I thought we had in common? Things I could assume that we were on the same page about. Um, is Are there things about racial equality that, you know, th- that was a thing with a few of my friends where I, I saw some things. And I would say in those situations, I am less inclined to hang out with these people ever again. But there's people who I've seen post racist things, which I didn't think before that that was an issue, but posting things in opposition to Black Lives Matter and um, and not in opposition to the methods by which Black Lives Matter supporters want to achieve equality, but about Black Lives Matters and equality. And that just breaks my heart. Of Like, I thought, again, we, we went to a Christian school. I thought we had value. So we, we you know, I, I take my fraternity seriously and I think it it is such a good outline of, of how to be a good person in a lot of ways when followed. And we all agreed on those things. That, that's where we found that brotherhood. And for there to be fraternity brothers who I'm just left thinking like, but really like this guy, everything that we talked about, everything that we dreamt about, the, the plans that we made, that we ran, my fraternity ran an after school program for underprivileged kids in the community. We funded it and we, we staffed it. And to to look at that and then to turn around and say but this mean guy he's he's the best person to represent us i'm just i'm at a loss i'm disappointed and i i will always be curious there will always be a gap between us now of of even though we're talking about anything else there will always be a part of me that says but what did what did i miss what did what did you miss how how did you think that that was a good idea. And so that's that's my that that's where I'm at and that's how I'm working to move forward. And again, I recorded a ton of content over the past several weeks and I've decided not to post any of it because I went through a range of emotions during it. Um but now now we're on the other side. Joe Biden has been elected president of the United States and God willing eventually Republicans will do what's right and support this transition and we can begin to heal from these four years of just absolute lack of civility. Um, I have a 16-month-old son and I would like to live in a country where I don't have to turn the TV off when the president's uh, on television. But right now, Donald Trump is a mean person who says mean things and he uses foul language uh, and that's not something that I want to be a role model for my son. And I'm surprised that there are 70 million Americans who are cool with that, um, including members of my family who may want my son to grow up seeing that sort of like for that to be the norm. Um, 
it's just shocking. But I, I was I was angry at first, and so I, I've shelved all this content, and maybe one day I'll sift through it again for my own mental health. But I'm just left here with the peace of knowing that the end is coming, although it's going to be a rocky end that a lot of people seem to condone or support. Um, and and I, at a point, just have to accept that I will never understand how people who I assumed I had the same values of differ so wildly when it comes to this issue for some reason. Um, and finding any reason to justify that, um, uh, again, I'm open to. If you've got something, feel free to share it with me. But this is this is where I have to be to move forward and to stop thinking about it and to to stop judging people. And that's the other thing. I, I'm I'm not judgmental of these people. I know this has sounded very judgmental, but it, it comes from a genuine place of curiosity, um, which I think has masqueraded as confusion. But it's true. Like I'm wondering, 70 million people voted for this turd. What what happened to them? in their lives what happened if you're one of these 70 million people what happened to you where you think that this guy this mean guy who yells what makes you think that he's the right guy with the right attitude the right composure and demeanor for this job um and and i'm just so curious as to what happened before? What were you not getting before that was promised to you? Did you did you get what you were promised? If you really wanted a border wall for some reason, you didn't get one. And Mexico certainly didn't pay for it, uh, nor are they going to if there had been a second term. Um, and the wall that is being built is doing a lot to disturb tribal lands um, and interrupt migratory patterns for animals that need to cross the border. Um, but... But if you really wanted, it didn't happen, nor is it going to. So so what did you want? And, and why did you think that that would be a good idea when there's all the data to support the opposite? Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm curious. Um, and, and the anger has passed. The frustration has passed. And I'm just genuinely curious of what did I miss? What did I miss? And, 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 and what was provided to me that wasn't provided to some of my friends or some members of my family that allowed me to see things the way that I see them um, and to be compassionate and empathetic. Um, and, and what allowed me to be this way and what can I do in the future to make sure that more people have access to the things that allowed me to be as patient as composed and um, to be uh seeking the truth in a responsible way and not marrying myself to some loud talking point um, and being unwilling to look at all sides of things. Um, so I don't know what the next four years are going to be like. I haven't posted anything in quite some time. Um, I think I posted a podcast like three weeks ago, but I've been, I've been just swamped with a few projects for work that all ended up getting delayed until they were all happening simultaneously. So I've been a little overwhelmed. And so I thought I'd take, take a little bit here to record a podcast, share a little bit what I've been thinking about. Um, if nothing else, just for that sense of therapy about it, but that's where I am. And uh, I'm hopeful for the future and I'm excited for this nonsense to be over. I'm excited to not care about the news anymore and to not have to worry about who's being attacked um, and who's being bad mouthed. 
um, and what ridiculous circumventions of convention are happening. Um, just excited, excited to be done with the noise. So thanks for listening. I appreciate it. If, uh, if you, if you are someone who supported Donald Trump, I, I would genuinely accept a conversation where, where we could truly speak. I don't want to be yelled at and I'm not going to yell at you, but if, if you can lay out to me something that I'm missing, something I'm, uh, uninformed about in a constructive, polite, uh, conversational way, let me know. Let's have a chat. I'm, I'm very open to that still. Um, so cheers. Have a good day. See you later. Bye.